Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Green Room Podcast. I'm Matthew Bruni. Joining me once again on this Thursday morning, Colin, thanks for waking up this early to do the I'm, podcast. I've been waking up early. I've been waking up at like 7. Is that just because you can't sleep again? No, it's, I, I go to sleep. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I've been able to sleep like the last two weeks, which is that's it's good. a different it, like, you, you know, you know, you, you probably know this, but when you can lay in bed and just kind of close your eyes when you're not really that tired and you can just you just fall asleep. Yeah, that's 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 something that I've never struggled with that I feel like a lot of people do. A lot of people are like, oh, I just can't go to sleep. And I'm just bless like, your soul. I hit you the know, bed. I'm out. I don't, bed, I'm I don't out. have to worry about that. Whenever I want to go to sleep, I can go to sleep. Middle of the day, at night, all this stuff. So That's true. I remember whenever we did the North Texas uh, Conference USA preview stuff, and we did it for like 21 hours straight, and you're yeah. just like, I'll just fall asleep in the chair, like this chair. Yeah. You just like leaned it back, and you were out like a light. I was like, gosh. Yes. So no, no problems on that end, but I'm glad you're sleeping well. And, uh, we need you to be well rested for this game because North Texas needs you at your best, Colin. Uh, main green are headed to Memphis to face the uh, Memphis Tigers and not good old LSU Tigers. Yeah. Not, not to be confused. There's, there's too many Tigers in, in college football, in my opinion, but you know, it is what it is. They'll be facing Denton Ryan's golden child, Seth mm. Hennigan, at quarterback. And, Colin, I mean, this isn't going to be a very long episode, I don't think, because I think we said all we needed to in the last podcast. But yeah. when it comes to this Memphis game in particular, the main thing that I'm going to be looking for, and we'll just jump right into it, is Seth Hennigan at this point in, in, in the season, through three, through three games, has 313 yards per game passing. Yep. Is completing over 67% of his patches, has six touchdowns and no picks. And one of those games was against Mississippi State, which I, I watched a, a good amount of. They're seventh in the country in passing EPA, which is, you know, kind of just estimated points added per pass. So kind of an advanced stat there. North Texas is like 90th in pass defense EPA, which is better than their run defense, which is like 120th. So, you know. <laughs> Got to look at some positives there. Mm. But does North Texas have any hope of passing, stopping this passing attack? I mean, no. But I, we're going to this game expecting them to lose. I think everybody is. But we have seen some crazy stuff before. So you know, um, I don't want to. I don't want to make this this whole rest of the season doom and gloom because that's just yeah. not fun. But uh, I think, uh, listen, man. Bill Bennett's got to figure something out because clearly they've lost a lot of talent and they're not able to, and most, mostly from the run, run, run game, uh, right? Like they, you lose the Murphy brothers, you can't get any stops. I think that the, that is going to make it really hard for them to stop uh, Memphis's passing attack just because you have to force so many guys forward. You can't just drop eight all the time because then they're just going to run it on you. Um, but we'll see if he's able to, you know, mix it up because obviously they're going to go back to the drawing board after that 58 point. So they gave up to UNLV. So, well, the thing is, is last year, and the diff- the main difference to me in the, the, the pass coverage and the de- pass defense is they can't they don't rush the passer as well as they did last year. Right. That was the biggest thing coming into the year was what is this defense going to be when you don't have the Murphy twins and you don't have Dion Noville and you have to manufacture more pressure because we know Phil Bennett loves pressure like he lives off of that lives off making the quarterback throw an errant pass or sack in the quarterback and with Doug Brumfield he 
I mean, uh, UNLV's quarterback, who finished the game 21 of 27 for two touchdowns, zero picks, and only had one sack. I think yeah. that's kind of an omen of what to to look forward to when looking at North Texas defenses. If they don't get to the quarterback, they, they're going to have no success. And so that's why Phil Bennett continues to try to figure out ways to bring pressure, to bring blitzes, um, because I just don't think their front four is quite good enough to to do it on their own. So that's probably the main thing for me is if they don't get pressure on Seth Hennigan without blitzing, and then they have to blitz, are they going to be, be able to hold up in the back end? And this year they haven't. They haven't been yeah. able to hold up. So yeah. besides the UTEP game. <laughs> which we all know is starting to look not that great. Which was a completely different situation because once they got a lead, they just dropped eight into coverage and just right. said, all right, yeah, need to throw, throw in between these zones. And it wasn't even the same game. Yeah, they only have six uh, six sacks this season through uh, four, four, three games, four games, four games. Four and, that's, games. and that's with Texas Southern in there. So there you go. Um, yeah, I mean, I think what, you, what you're looking for if you're a mean green fan is just can they be competitive? Um, but then again, I'm not sure what would be more frustrating seeing them get destroyed by UNLV and then be competitive against the Memphis team. Um, yeah, but I think the main thing you want to see here is we know the offense can score points. It's defense that they need to do. I mean, we already, we already heard the Seth press conference where he said that they're going to continue running on fourth and third, uh, fourth and one and third and one. So that won't change. But, uh, <laughs> um, I think the main thing is that you want to see, some improvement on the defensive end. Otherwise it's going to be, a, it's going to, it's going to be a longer year than it already is. My question is the spread here, Colin, and we're not predicting or anything yet, but this is kind of to a larger point. The spread is 12 and a half or 12 for Memphis at this point. Yeah. Right? And we talked about the SMU game, how it was like 10, it was 11, then it was nine. And we're just like, okay. And I, I came on here yelling something like you're, you're only a 10 point underdog. That's what I said for the SMU game. I was like, you, in theory, they should have a chance to win that game. That, that was my right. whole point with SMU is that you're only a 10-point dog. I've seen crazier things happen. I mentioned that week zero, you know, Nebraska and Northwestern game. You can go and find any game in the country yeah. where there's, you know, every week there's multiple 10-point dogs winning, 12-point dogs winning, it's you true. know. So I, I just it feels like this is different. It feels like North Texas has zero chance of winning this game, even though they're only a twelve point underdog. For instance, uh, Auburn played San Jose State last week, and you know I have to keep up with all the SEC stuff. And Auburn was a twenty three point favorite, and San Jose State led early in the game and ends up only losing, I think, by seven. Yeah. So it's like, could North Texas do that? I mean, it's that thing where. It- I feel like this this happens every year, at least for North Texas. I mean, especially last year too. It's in recent memory is where they go into a game and we think they have no chance. I mean, last year when they were one in whatever, um, and they go to UTSA and they beat UTSA. I mean, is I this mean, one of, is this one of those scenarios where we think that you know they can somehow do that? Now, the only way I think that could happen is if Memphis just really just doesn't respect them in the, in the sense that you know they come out and North Texas is able to just get some quick touchdowns. Um, yeah, but I, I don't. The defense just has looked so not convincing that I don't yeah. think there's any way that they can that they can stay competitive in a game like this. No, Memphis's offense. I I think Memphis's defense is significantly worse than years past. Like for anybody who's looking at Memphis, they are. 
to me, and just having watched the Mississippi State game, but then they had Army and um, Arkansas Navy. State. And Navy Arkansas and Arkansas State. State. Ar- yeah, Arkansas Navy, I'm sorry. Arkansas State is not a good team. Like, they are probably North Texas. They're probably going in, again, going into the season, going into last week even, I would have said Arkansas State is significantly worse than North Texas. Like, Arkansas State's a bottom 10 team in the country to me. And so I thought Memphis would roll. They didn't. They struggled with Arkansas State throughout the entire game pretty much. So there's a blueprint here. There's a blueprint that's hanging in with Memphis. I think even Navy hung in with Memphis for, for the first half or so of that game. Memphis then got blown out by Mississippi State. I just don't think this is a Memphis, Memphis team that is competing in the American. I don't think this is that level of team. Right. Whereas the past couple of years, I think they have been. You know, I think it's been tough. Even when UTSA beat them, I think that was, you know, a tough game. So there is an outline here where Arkansas State <laughs> hangs with Memphis. An outline. Again, there's no reason North Texas shouldn't be able to hang with Memphis. You're only a 12-point dog. Arkansas State just hung with them. Like, there's a lot of things here, and I don't think this Memphis team, team is a juggernaut by any by any stretch. They're not even – Memphis isn't even as good as SMU at all. To me, yeah, like, yeah. What's so like last year? Uh, Arkansas State only lost by five to Memphis. Yeah, um, but they did beat Mississippi. Memphis did beat Mississippi State. Yeah, I mean, like you said, this team is not as. I mean, they beat SMU last year too. So I don't think that uh, I agree in you saying that they're not as good as they were last year. But it's just we saw UNLV. Is UNLV better than Memphis? No. You know so. And I don't think I didn't the the thing about the UNLV loss is it didn't look fluky. It didn't look like a fluke loss. It just yeah. looked like they got outplayed. So I think that Memphis is going to come out and do their thing. I think North Texas will score, but again, it has it falls back to the defense. Can they stop that passing attack? And I don't think they can. I mean, when you average three hundred thirteen yards passing, that's that's crazy. And Seth Hennigan doesn't even have a pick. So yeah. So because you brought up a good point that I kind of overlooked early but it's like this does have the feel to me of a game where north texas comes out and keeps it close for a bit yeah if not for the whole game at least for a half um you know the memphis or the the memphis the missouri game last year was was kind of was close they lost by 13 you mentioned Mm -hmm. the utsa performance um liberty was close early on you know last year there are a lot of times where we expect this team to just stink it up, and sometimes they, they do really well. But also yeah. sometimes they look the part. They look awful. What? I mean, we can't, last year against UAB, 6-40. to 40. Last year against Marshall was an embarrassment. So as much as I want to say, and like I feel that too. I feel that in my gut after an embarrassing loss, you kind of just come back and somehow put out a good performance. Right. As much as I – kind of am feeling that i can't trust that feeling what do you think so, it is with these north sorry. texas teams where they have that feeling is it just like you think that they're going to come out and do well because it's it's weird because it has happened in the past where they there's just been stretches competition the, it's it's been weird there's been stretches where <laughs> oh man look at my yeah mute that and then we'll go um but th- there's been stretches while Colin goes and gets my there have been stretches where you don't expect this team to be competitive at all. Where against Missouri, they're 
able to score and keep it somewhat close against Louisiana Tech after going down 24 to what was it 24 to 0 24 to 3 they come back and make it 17 24 last year Liberty you know they play decently well and have a shot so yeah there's there's just there's been and I think if you go back even further than that uh, you can find games similar in that in that vein but at the same time as much as I want to give them credit there was the Houston game in 2019, right? There was there, there have been the SMU games where things go exactly how we expect them to go, That's and true. so I can't I can't uh, go into this game with any hope. I guess I, I guess I was just, I was just offering the side of they're only a 12 point dog. Arkansas yeah. State hung with them, and Memphis isn't as good as they usually are. I think those are three points that are valid in which North Texas fans can look at if you want to have optimism, which I'm not sure a lot of fans do right now. But if you want to have optimism, you look at those three and you're like. Why not? Why not? Well, I guess another point about um, you know them coming back. It's normally against other conference USA teams. Like it's never like yeah, yeah, yeah they kept it close against Liberty and, and Missouri for a little bit. But the wins, the bounce back wins, normally yeah. come back uh, come from other conference USA teams. So that could also be a thing. But um, I guess do you want to get into over unders? Let's do it. Um, We're I'll currently tied at ten to ten. 10 yeah, to 10. dang. 10 I, had, I had like a three point lead or something too. That's crazy. I think it was only like a two point lead. Let's calm down. Calm down. <laughs> All um, right, go ahead. What do so you speaking got? of the spread? It's 12 and a half. Yep. Do they win or lose by my spread? 17 and a half. My spread, the Colin spread, <laughs> the Colin spread. Um, we're under 17 and a half. I don't think that's how you would word that, Colin. I don't think you worded that right. Yeah, are you picking over under 17 and a half? How much by how much Memphis wins by? Um under. Hmm. Listen, I've been the villain all year. I gotta go over. Okay. Okay. Colin says Memphis by 17 and a half. Yep. All right, I that's will gonna say be, that's going to be crazy if they actually win by 17 and a half. Seth Hennigan over under 330 passing yards. That's a lot of passing yards. That is a lot of passing yards. If they give up 330 passing yards, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to say over. I'm going to say under because this dude comes out of the game if he's throwing that well. <laughs> They're blowing him out. <laughs> the fourth quarter is done. If he's, listen, if he's putting up 330 passing yards, that means that he just destroying the defense and the offense let's let's be honest probably isn't feeling that great after last week so i'm gonna go under okay go ahead he had 360 last week so that's kind of crazy but that's wild um over under this is a tough one over under three receptions for roger burns Ooh, three, three and a half. We'll do three and a half. Sorry. Ani has been playing better. Yeah. Ani's playing the best football of his life right now, wouldn't you say? Yeah, listen, according to the broadcast last week, he was looking to go to the NFL, which I didn't know. So Shout out that UNLV broadcast. That Mountain West broadcast was was something else. I don't think I've ever seen anything as insane (laughs) as that broadcast. Anyways. had five catches last week. I think he's still the go-to. I'm going to say over. Okay. You can say um, over as well. 
I know. I'm trying. I got to get points though. I'm gonna go under. We've gone. We've gone against each other the first two. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I gotta. I'm right. just gonna flip the script every time. Okay. Sure. All right, your turn. Iowa day over under nine point five carries. He had ten last week. Over. Any any reasoning? You think? I just think that if they're down whatever or not, they're gonna run the ball like they did last week. So I'm gonna go over. And he he seems to have also shown that he's gonna be the number two back. Yes. Um. So if Oscar gets banged up for a bit or something like that, then you know it's it's his show. Yeah, definitely the number two back. Oscar had 14 carries I think last week, and Ayo had uh, 10. Like I said, so. This bears is not huge. Ah, uh, the question is if if North Texas can hang in the game, they'll run the ball to death. They're gonna if run the ball regardless. We saw them run it constantly yeah. whenever they were down against UNLV. You're right. You're right. I'm gonna go over too. Both over. There we go. Sad. All right, score predictions, Colin. This is tough. Is it? Yes. I'm gonna go. I think I think the points per game by both these teams is gonna be it's gonna go higher. Okay, so you like the over in this game? I like that. Uh, yeah. What's the over under? 70? Seventy. No, it's lower. It's lower than that. I thought. I thought it was sixty-eight. It says seventy right here on ESPN. Oh boy! Wow. Jesus. Um, I'm gonna go Memphis. Yeah, man, I really don't trust this defense, but yeah, no, I don't trust them at all. Memphis 38, North Texas 24. 38-24. I'm going to go... I have to keep the 17 and a half spread now. Gosh dang it. Yeah, no, you Hold set on. yourself up for this. It's got to be a blowout blowout now. It's got to be crazy now. Crazy. Dang, this looks point. bad now. That's a crazy. Twenty point win, a twenty point loss is not that crazy. I don't think. No, no, no. But the score that I have to keep in my head. Uh, okay. Let me think. Let's do forty. So forty-five is that the number? Forty-four. Forty-four. Let's do forty-four. Forty-four. Twenty-four. Math on the podcast. Yeah. 3424. 3424. Yep. I feel like I kind of just got like the prices righted where he just kind of like went like did like one penny over what I did. No, if it if it's if okay. we'll just do whoever's closer. It's not like a it's not like price of right where if you go over that it's you're done for. I know, but I picked 3824, you picked 4424. Oh, here, let me mix that up. No, it's too late. It's too late. It's too late. We're sticking with it. I can it's change too- it. Nope. I don't want you to change it. that's it we both think north texas scores 24 points we know that much all right i think that's all we had good 15 20 minute podcast damn we're running long Uh, Damn, running long he says running long running long on this one i try to save the long pods for the the post games just in memphis yeah what just in memphis yes it's in memphis Colin. okay come on now future american conference uh brothers i think siblings? seth i think i think seth hennigan's gonna be the thumbnail this week this guy seth hennigan versus seth luttrell 
versus the Seth Bowl. Put them against each other. There you go. That's funny. I'm going to do that. (laughs) You're welcome. All right. As Colin works on the thumbnail, um, I will thank you all for y'all's continued support on the podcast, on the podcast and YouTube side. Uh, It's continuing to do great. So thank you all for that. Uh, Send it to a friend. Let us know what you think. Send your um, uh, score predictions in the comments below. Uh, mm. Let us know what you think, if North Texas will win, if North Texas will lose. If you have that same gut feeling that I do, that North Texas will low-key keep it close, let me know. I think I've been overly positive this year, Colin. I don't know what it is. Well, at least before games. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. After games, I go to the other, other end of the Yeah, spectrum. you go on rants, and then you have a little, like, Capri Sun afterwards. Capri Sun's like yeah. your post-game drink. I'm out of Capri Suns, Colin. I had drank all of them. I got two in there, but they're not mine. They're Norma's. Mm. Norma drink Capri Sun? Yeah, I don't even know what flavor they are. I, I drink these adult drinks. Adult drinks. Okay. Yeah. Right, at least you don't drink uh, those like bangs anymore. I never drank bangs. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to ruin my entire life. <laughs> you saying people who drink bangs like ru- are ruining their life? I'm saying they take at least one? they, every time you drink one, it takes, it's got to take, I mean, <laughs> It's got a, it takes a significant amount of like like a tangible amount of time off your life like at least an hour at least an hour at least an hour at least an hour all right we well, heard it here first there you go uh, don't drink bangs and then don't. PSA, PSA PSA all right uh, we appreciate y'all for joining us uh, follow us on Twitter you know the trills right there right there uh, follow us on Facebook right there and follow us on Spotify over there and Apple you know if you have Apple a podcast we support we're over there as well so thank you all for joining us and we'll talk to you later